Welcome back to the Stuttering Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and today is the Sunday Night Steelers special. This this will be a recurring thing every Sunday or Monday after the Steelers game. And today, Pittsburgh won 28-21 against the Houston Texans, advancing to 3-0 on the season, if you did not know. So without further ado, let's get right into it. The Texans were scaring the hell out of me during that first half. At the end of the first half, the score was 21-17. Texans just got a touchdown to end off the half. And it seemed like every time Deshaun Watson let go of the ball, there is a wide open receiver. And oh my gosh, my thought process was this dude Deshaun Watson is finding the open man every single time. But it turns out it was more Pittsburgh secondary just showing major, major cracks, whether it was Mike Hilton getting burnt by Randall Cobb. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, huge, huge Steelers fan. I try to be as unbiased as possible during these podcasts, but sometimes it slips through. So this is my time to be, you know, a little biased. This is like, you know, know, this is the time for Steelers fans to just rejoice and listen to what happened during the game and my thoughts on what happened. Or rather, it was just an obvious fuck-up during zone coverage, just leaving someone wide open with two to three guys near him. It it was happening way too often. I'm not sure what happened during halftime, but shutting the Texans out during the second half was exactly what needed to happen because Pittsburgh cannot win a shootout against Deshaun Watson when he's hot. I love Ben Roethlisberger. I love our young core of skill position players. I love them. But Deshaun Watson, when he's hot, I don't think Big Ben's better than him. I really don't. And with the guys being so young, the rushing attack being so young, the receiving record being so young, I don't think if they would really stand a chance against vets like Brandon Cooks, Darren Fells, Randall Cobb, Kenny Stills, I was scared shitless that this was going to end up being a shootout because to end the first half, Pittsburgh got a touchdown. Pittsburgh was up 17-14. to 14. My, my thought process was, hell yeah, let's just stop them for a little bit, for like a minute maybe, for a minute or two, and then we get the ball at halftime. We go down, score a touchdown. It is 24-14. We're up by two possessions. Well, that's not quite what happened. Because Houston Texans' Deshaun Watson marched down the field to end the first half to score a touchdown where Steven Nelson, Steven Nelson blew a coverage and then got the scoring touchdown put right on his head. That is when I was leaning towards, okay, yeah, this is more of Pittsburgh's defense fucking up than Deshaun Watson being great, and that's... I was happy to be right because Pittsburgh fixed it on up. During this game, I was really, 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 really happy to see Eric Ebron and Anthony McFarland and Chase Claypool be way more involved with the offense. Anthony McFarland, rookie from Maryland, running back, fourth round pick. I was a little confused when we drafted him. I can't lie. But this game showed it to me that this kid has a lot of potential. He is small, he is shifty, and he is fast as hell. Eric Ebron, he got one of the touchdown catches. He got one of those two with a beautiful catch. 
where the oh my gosh, where he had a beautiful catch where that defender was all over him. Big Big Ben put it in a great spot, and Ebron went up and grabbed it. It was great. He had seven targets, which tied for the most with with James Washington this this game. I love to see him be utilized more. I love to see two two tight end sets with Vance McDonald. I think that's great. Now let's move on to Chase. Now let's move on to Chase Claypool. He only had one catch for 24 yards, and that one catch was a screen, which which I gotta say, that screen was very, very clutch. We were on like the 27, I believe. He he got that screen as a rookie and bulldozed through people to come so close to scoring. He came so close, but he lost the ball down down at the one or two. That's okay. Chase Claypool, this this game though, we saw Big Ben take more deep shots to him. Chase Claypool is a deep threat first and foremost. That is what he is his rookie season, and I don't blame him. His his nickname is Mapletron. He is huge, he is quick, and he can go up and get the ball. And it was and it came so close to working on multiple occasions. Now, now to get to a sadder side of things that happened during this game, Deontay Johnson suffered a concussion at the end of the first half where he did a sweep run. Um, it was a big hit. I was not surprised to hear that he got diagnosed with a concussion. It sucks because I'm a big Deontay Johnson fan. I don't blame Big Ben for throwing the ball to him more than anyone else. And Deontay Johnson's more than just a... a a slot wide receiver for Pittsburgh. He is the punt return guy too. And he is great at that. Deontay Johnson, great punt returner, really good receiver. Hope he recovers well. Sucks, sucks, sucks to see him go down. But but like looking on the brighter side of things, it did lead to Chase Claypool getting more minutes. That's just like a that's just like a glass half full thing. It, it did lead to Chase Claypool getting more snaps which he came so close to making huge plays. He came so damn close. But now to get to the third and potentially final thing that I would like to talk about. Yeah, Pittsburgh's front seven is still insanely, 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 insanely good. Five sacks today for a loss of 33 yards for the Texans. Bud Dupree, one and a half sacks. Stephon Tuitt, one sack. T.J. Watt got a sack and a tackle for loss. Vince Williams, two tackles for loss. I was so happy to see it. Mike Hilton got the interception. It was great. It was awesome. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense during the first half was severely disappointing to me. Then during the second half, Pittsburgh came to play. Pittsburgh really came to play during that second half. Locking Deshaun Watson's ass down. It was fantastic to see. And just a few and just a few more notable things that I noticed during the game was I don't really know how to pronounce his name, so so um excuse me if if I'm wrong on this, but but the right tackle, Oko Rafor, that might be his last name. He was a third round pick maybe two, three years ago. Huge, huge guy, has a lot of potential. He was matched up versus J.J. Watt this week, 
and he had one hell of a game. He had a game where J.J. Watt had no sex. He had none of those big J.J. Watt plays that he tends to make. J.J. Watt had only one solo tackle this game. His name is Chukwuma Okorafor. I Excuse me if that is wrong. I hope that it is not. But he popped off 23 years old. One of his first starts, I believe I heard the announcer say his his fifth start, 2018 third-round pick. Good for him. He had a great game. And one more guy that I would like to mention on special teams was Ray-Ray McLeod. Um, with Deontay Johnson out, Ray-Ray McLeod, I haven't really heard much about him before this game. That dude is fast as hell. That dude, I do. I really want him to rotate with, with Deontay Johnson with punt returns, because if he can be a return specialist, Ray Ray McLeod, wide receiver for Pittsburgh, punt return god. This 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 game, twenty three years old, five nine. This guy was a baller today. He deserves an underrated shout out. He put the Steelers in good field position a few times this game, and I think he has great potential to be a great return man. It would be cool to see him get some offensive reps, but, I mean, I can't blame Pittsburgh when you got Juju, James Washington, Chase Claypool. You had Deontay Johnson for half the game. You have a two-tight end set. You have four usable running backs. I love it. Pittsburgh this game. Super, super, super impressive. That that second half, Pittsburgh secondary came to play, and that was the game changer. Deshaun Watson played very, very well, but one interception, five sacks. David Johnson, 1.8 yards per carry. That's where Pittsburgh's defense excelled in. The last thing that I would like to talk about is James Conner. 18 carries, 109 yards, 6.1 yards per carry, one touchdown, four catches, 4D yards. Running the offense through James Conner is a thing I may not be a big fan of. I think he's pretty inconsistent, but when he's on, he is on. And this week he was on. Nothing but respect for James Conner for stepping up in, in that role. And being the game changer for Pittsburgh on offense. That's going to do it for me today. Pittsburgh advances to 3-0 and on the season. I plan on doing these weekly on Sunday night. I hope you guys enjoy. I hope I get more, I hope I get more Steelers fans to listen to the podcast through this. And uh, yeah, headline Monday tomorrow, Fantasy Tuesday, and then Predictions Friday. Cannot wait. This is the first week where I plan on doing all of those into one week. It's it has taken me a while to finally like figure out like what exactly I want to do with this podcast. And I think I know now. So it is grind time. Let's get it. See you see you guys tomorrow.